Good Chaydash, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. It's very appropriate that we're going to start with Chaydash year, a new beginning, a new month. We're starting a new Masechta. We are um, it's our sixth Masechta since we began Brachas and Yuma and perfect. We're going to finish and you'll have your best Yom Kippur yet. We're going to cover the whole Yom Kippur Yuma, the day, the day of Yom Kippur. So we begin. Zak the Helikim Mishnah. Page two. Page two. Seven days before Yom Kippur, Mafrishin used to separate the quarantine. Right? This is, this is the source of quarantining. Mafrishin came. God told me, basically. had a head and then used to separate. Maybe Hashem is quarantining us, preparing us for Mashiach. So we're all being quarantined. So seven days. The Kayin Gadol was separated from his house, Lishka's Padhedrin, in the Lishka, which is in the Beis Hamikdash, in the chamber called Padhedrin. The Gemara will explain. Skin, the Kayin Gadol, and they used to prepare a vice, like a vice president, a vice Kayin Gadol. Why? He should be ready, prepared. Shema, perhaps, but yet a bepsul. Maybe it'll be defective, maybe it'll become impure. He'll see a nocturnal emission, or they try to keep him up. They tried to keep him up, um, but um, no, no, he's not allowed to go out, even for his wife. He doesn't get tummy. doesn't become tummy. But he may have something that will make him impure. He won't be able well, to do the service right. in the yeah, temple. So, so then there'll be someone to replace him immediately, ready, prepared. Rabbi says, He also have to prepare a second wife, just in case. Just Just in case his wife dies. It's amazing. Yom Kippur is the only day of the year that the Kohen Gadol must be married. Our understanding of holiness is not celibacy, being single. Our marriage of holiness, he must be married. The holiest Jew and the holiest day of the year that enters the holy place must be a married man. Even though on Yom Kippur you're not allowed to have intimate relations with your wife. The rest of the year doesn't matter. But on Yom Kippur you must be married. Because it says, It says clearly that he atones for himself and for his household. His house means his house, his wife. That's his house. That's his home. So if his wife dies suddenly in Yom Kippur, maybe she died of fright. She wasn't sure if her husband was going to come back out of the Holy of Holies because he went into the Holy of Holies. The second temple, the first temple, he had 18 high priests. The second temple, he had over 300 because yeah. they didn't last the year. <laughs> they went yeah. into the Holy of Holies, never came out. They would tie a rope around them, had to schlep them out. So maybe the wife was, died from fright that the husband... <laughs> she knows what, she knows what a tzaddik her husband is. <laughs> so she knows that he's not coming out. That was when they sold the title. Though. So if, 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 she died, if she died, you have to immediately marry, have another wife ready to get married because he, he couldn't yeah. continue the service unless he's married. Yeah, but, but here the rabbis disagree with Rabbi Huda. No. I'm relying. No. Yeah, we do have to prepare a kain, a vice kain. It becomes tummy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that can happen. But if you're going to start worrying that maybe the wife will die, I'm getting the double safe. Then why not worry about the second wife? Second maybe wife, it'll be a third, third wife, wife and a fourth wife. wife. I mean, as it is, it's not a realist. I mean, you really worry in the next 24 hours. She's walking around healthy. Why, why suddenly should she drop dead? She's not like in the ICU. She's about to expire. Why, why suddenly should you worry a person is going to die? It's not a normal thing. But because of Yom Kippur, because the whole Jewish people are dependent on the high priest. So Yom Kippur, you think, so you go out of your way. You have to be worried. You never know. Maybe it's the one, maybe he'll hit the jackpot. There'll be the one in a million chance the wife will die. 
<laughs> Jackpot. I mean, you know, some will say his prayers are answered, but uh, <laughs> so, so if you're worrying already. If you're worrying already, then worry about the second one also. I mean, the one. also maybe like by the sky. Right to the question. You have to be prepared because someone needs to know what to do. You don't have to have a wife prepared. Let's say she dies. Okay, you go find someone. You don't have to like. No, on the contrary. Contrary. On the contrary. That's the contrary. To find a koyin, there's a, there's a thousands of koyinim. You think he can't find a koyin who's Not worthy? You know what to do with a koyin. Yeah, but there's a tamut a koyin who, who taught the koyin Godlo what to do. You, you're more likely to find a skan koyin than you are to find a wife. You can't just marry someone. You have to be someone who's ready, someone who wants to marry him. <laughs> you marry him in a second. <laughs> I mean, so you have to prepare. You have to date before. That's what he means. You have to prepare that if anything happens, I'm going to marry you. I mean, so you don't just get married well, like that. Well, maybe they had a pool of gasulas. Is you it know? kind of allowed to have two wives? No. Is that allowed to? No. And Yom Kippur, you only have to have one wife. Ishtoy in the singular. That's also an ideal. Even when we were, you are, were allowed to marry two wives, the ideal was one she wife. She wasn't allowed. No, because ideal is one wife. The Kohen Gadol must have one wife. You can't have two wives. Yeah. Exactly. Not one, exactly. Right? See, that's it's a very good question. That, that's not an option, right? If you can marry two wives, what's the problem? Let him marry a second, and no matter what happens, he's covered. No, it has to be one wife. That's why right. the Buddha says you have to have one waiting in the wing. You have to date her before, prepare her, you know, just in case. And uh, they both agreed to marry. And uh, and uh, and the uh, said, no, no, you don't have to worry about that. A person's going to die. You don't have to worry about. It. Yeah, central. Talk to your not awesome. We learned over there. Shivas Yom and Kedem Sreifas Hapadra Yamafishin Koyin. I said Hapadra. The same as we find that before the Koyin, the Koyin who burned doesn't have to be a Koyin Godla, but the Koyin who burned the red heifer. There were nine red heifers in Jewish history. The Koyin who burned the red heifer Yamafishin. They used to separate and quarantine him seven days. And there was a chamber that was in the Temple Mount, not in the Temple, but in the Temple Mount. Tzafayna Mizracha, the northern, eastern side of the, of the temple. Lishka's base of heaven, it used to be called the chamber of the house of stones. Why was it called the chamber of the house of stones? Because everything in that chamber, they only use utensils made of dung, things that cannot receive impurity. A utensil that's made of dung, of cow dung or animal dung, uh, dried up in the dung, or uh, or stone, or dama, earthenware, but not. It wasn't put through the kiln. It wasn't put through the fire. It's not like China. China was put through the fire. Right. Here, it's just the earthenware without being put into the fire. So none of these could receive impurity. They're pure from impurity. Clay, maybe, yeah. yeah, dry clay. My time. Why did they? Why was everything in this? Everything was made of a utensil that can be receive impurity. Because the since the rabbis derived, so one who, who was impure, he touched a dead mouse, mm-hmm. he becomes impure. So he has to go to the mikveh, and he's not pure until the sun sets, until the stars come out. But, but as soon as he goes to the mikveh, the rabbis derive from the verse that he's kosher to do the red heifer. Right. It doesn't have to be pure, it doesn't have to wait till, wait till, till, till the sun sets, right. till after dark. 
Because if not, we learn the Mishnah Matamin. Now, that was a dispute between the rabbis, who, the oral oral tradition, versus the tzedukim, who only believed in the written Torah, didn't believe in the oral tradition. Right. So they said, no, it has to be a pure. So they would yeah, wait, wait they would sunset. wait till sunset. So to show them that they're wrong, wrong, they would make a point of contaminating the Kayin. That now we learn the mission, they would make a point of contaminating the Kayin who did the red heifer. Immediately put him into the mikveh, dip him into the mikveh, mm. and immediately he can go ahead and do the work and do everything that needs to be done for the red heifer. To take away from the heart of the tzedukim, he used to say, oh, it could only be done, the red heifer could only be done by a Kayan who, after he went to the mikveh, the sun set already. It's based on a pasuk? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 because they learn out from a Pasuk, and, and it's not the literal meaning of the Pasuk, but they learn out from a Pasuk, that, that's the Teirah Shabbat and they denied the Teirah Shabbat So therefore, so people would think, now the Taisus points out, it doesn't mean that they would metami and they would literally to touch a dead mouse. doesn't make sense. Take a, a tumor with their eyes, it says they would put their hands in it. So it's, it's like a rabbinic impurity. They're putting their hands in them because anyone who wasn't doing the red heifer was considered impure. The red heifer was the highest level of purity. So anyone that, that uh, was not involved in the red heifer was considered pure. So when other Kainan would put their hands on his head, they would make him impure. He would have to go to the mikveh, but not a biblical impurity, but whatever it was. So he says, and therefore, people may think and say, you see, the red heifer is not impurity, it's not so important. Look, look how the Torah says it. You don't even have to, go, you don't even have to wait till the sun sets. The moment you go to the mikveh, you're good to go. Mm. Unlike other things, to go to the temple, you can't go into the temple. You have to wait until 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 the sunset. You can't eat the truma until the sunset. So people will come to say, "Hey, it's no big deal. Truma is not a big deal." So to to remove that erroneous thought from your head, the rabbis went out of their way to do everything on the highest level of purity. Mm. So to kindle the the rabbis enacted that only click only use all the utensils should be kligalolim of dung, kliavanim of stone, kliatoma. Anything cannot receive impurity. That people shouldn't come to treat it lightly. Yeah. Okay. Why does why does this chamber was on the northern eastern side of the temple, temple mount? He says because the chattasi. The Torah calls it a chattas. The Torah calls the red heifer a chattas, even though it wasn't like a chattas because it wasn't offered in the temple. It was it was in the harazesim. It was the opposite, the other mountain, right, the mountain of olives. But nevertheless, since the Torah calls it a chattas, v'chattas tunatzufayna, chattas was offered, was slaughtered and offered in the northern side of the courtyard, northern side of the of the altar. And so therefore it has to be in, in, the, in the northern side. Also, when you had to stand in the Mount of Olives facing, facing the entrance, facing the eastern side. So you're facing the eastern entrance. So therefore, they, they built a chamber in the Temple Mount, which in the north and eastern side, so they should remind him why he's there. The whole purpose why we're quarantining you and separating you is to prepare you for the burning of the red heifer, which is called the chatos, and it has to be done, and the Mount Al is facing the eastern uh, end. What he actually doing this That's just what Yeah, just, yeah, just separating from his wife for purity. Separating, separating from not being in with his wife, separating purity. Everything was done there, the ultimate level, maximum level of purity, all the utensils that we use. But just to remind him why they're preparing him. So its physical location was already a reminder. Everything about it was a reminder what, what it's all about. Har Mishcha and Har Zeisim on the same mountain? Yeah. Mishcha is like oil. Zeisim. 
My bira, why is it called bira? I'm Rabbi Ochanan, Mokam Hayy about a bias. There's a place, and not a bias, a bira a place, a certain spot in the Temple Mount. Not in, this is not part of the Temple complex. This was in the Temple Mount, the Mount outside the Temple. Yishlakish Amar, Yishlakish says, Kolamigdish Kari Bira, the whole Temple Mount is called bira. Shnem it says, Abira Sherechinoisi. The David Amela says. David Amela says the bira, the bira that I prepared. Mm-hmm. They should build. He should be zeichet to build the base of Migdash that he prepared by buying the the, the silo of Ravna Yavusi. Um, if he means he means in the bira next to the temple. Question is, but. The seven days where the Kohen Gadol was quarantined before Yom Kippur was not in. Why wasn't it in the same building? Why was it in Lishka Sapadhedin? Because Lishka Sapadhedin was part of the temple complex. The Kohen Gadol did his service inside, in the Holy of Holies. So he had to be indoor, everything had to be inside. Just like we said over here, this is a symbol, being in the northern side and the eastern side is a symbol of what was about to take place. The Paraduma. So for the Kohen Gadol, the f- whole focus was the service of Yom Kippur, which was inside and, and inner in the innermost part. So therefore, he had to also quarantine inside the temple. Lishka Sapanhedin. Okay. So there's another guy who's going to do the Paraduma, he's going to become Tommy, so he can't have it in the base of Megbash. That was only later. This was not during the quarantine. That was later when when he did the service. That was later in the Harazesim when he did the service. Yeah. Yeah, this was seven days before he did anything. It was just and they were only in the time yeah. Oh, when they oh you mean they become tummy? They would make him tummy. Yeah, no, you can yeah they would no they would take him out of the it was already when he was doing it. He was already taken out. Yeah. Yeah, on the way to Harazesim, yeah. Metamium, go to the mikvah right away and then uh, start doing it. Uh, yeah. Okay. How do we know that, if it's, that you have to quarantine a high priest seven days before Yom Kippur and, seven, and the priest seven days before he does, he does the red heifer? So Gimad says, We learn it from a possible. Because it says by the Shivas Imeya Miluyim, the seven days of inauguration of the temple, it says, Kasher Asa Mazer, just like you did seven days preparing for the inauguration of the temple on the eighth day. So Hashem Hashem commanded you to do Lechaper to forgive you. So Lases means Hashem is telling you, you should do this same thing identically. Last is a lemaisipada when you do the red heifer. Yeah. Also, you should separate for seven days, quarantine for seven days, yeah. and lechaper and the tone a lemaisiyim and kipurim. A tone refers to the day of atonement. That you should do the same thing. The high priest has to be uh, quarantined for seven days before. Makes sense. He can't say that the whole pasuk is talking about only the red heifer. Why? Because lechaper it says to atone. The red heifer is not about atonement. The red heifer is about purification, purifying a person from impurity. Okay, but maybe say How do we know the pastor is talking about two different things? Maybe he's only talking about only lechaper. You only need to quarantine the only the high priest before Yom Kippur. How do you know that even for the red heifer, the kohen is doing the red heifer has to quarantine for seven days? 
So Amri says the answer is Yalif. We learn Siva Siva. We learn Exeter Shavu. It says Siva Siva. Here Siva it says over here Siva Hashem Lasses. Hashem commanded you to do Siva Hashem, and it says by the red heifer there's Chukas Atayros. The law of the Torah said Siva Hashem Leimah. So we Exeter Shavu. Code word Siva Siva. So Malahalon just like there Pada. Over there, was talking, the Padre was talking about the red heifer. Afkan, when he says, Siva, Hashem commanded you, you should also quarantine. Similarly to now, in the future, you should also quarantine. He's talking about the red heifer. Well, my Kampirisha, Afahalon Padisha. He said it twice uh, before to do. Right, so just like over there, you have to separate for seven days, the seven days of inauguration. So too over there, by the red heifer, you have to separate seven days. We continue on side B. Maybe Tziva is talking about Yom Kippur. Because by Yom Kippur it also says Tziva. The Tziva Yaska Sher Tziva Hashem is Moshe. So maybe it's only talking about exclusively Yom Kippur. So how do I know Parah Adumah? You also have to quarantine. So the Gemara answer is Dunin. Tziva Dilufnei Asiyah and Tziva Dilufnei Asiyah. By the red heifer, and by the, uh, the when they separated the seven day for the inauguration, it says first tziva and then to do. By the red heifer, it also says But you can't learn it out by Yom Kippur. However, it says tziva after the fact. But the Pasik says that this should be a law to you to atone for the Jewish people all the sins once a year. Vayas, and he did. So Kashatsiva comes after the Vayas, after the action. First the action and then commandment. So it makes sense you should better learn in the case of, you should learn in the case of Paraduma from the case of, of the inauguration where there it says, it says Siva before the action. So therefore, it's the code, it's the teachers for the red heifer. Not the Yom Yeah, the whole long taste of taste, that's why, I mean... It, 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 why would you need Yom Kippur? You would need a Gzeder Shava and Lechaper, <laughs> Tziva, Lechaper, Lasses, Lechaper, and a Gzeder Shava, all for Yom Kippur. <laughs> okay, but anyway. Uh, world, right, right. But anyway, you can't learn Yom Kippur, he says, because ain't done in, uh, the Tziva doesn't match. The order of the Tziva doesn't match. Yom Kippur matches closer to, it matches identical to the Red Heifer. Let's say the tziva is a code for korbanos. The tziva says, The day that he commanded them, first tziva and then action, identical to the inauguration. In other words, every time a koyan brings a carbon, the Koyan has to quarantine for seven days before. We learned Tziva Mitziva. 
Tziva and Tziva is identical. The red heifer, it says Tziva, and over here by the inauguration it says Tziva. But here, Tzavoy Soy, it's not the identical right. word. Tziva is Tziva, and Tzavoy is a different word. Right. So therefore you can't learn one from the other. And then Tziva and Tzavoy what difference does it make that it's a little a little variant? It's a variation of the same word. You can still make Exeter Shava. Because like Abishmal learned, and this is the this we're learning in today's Chumash. Isn't it amazing? Everything is divine providence. Today's Chumash. It says, that's what we're learning now. It says by the by the leprosy of the home. The first week, the 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 the, 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 the Koyen quarantines the home, and the first week he checks out. If he comes the seventh day, and if the if it spread, if the if the nega if the leprosy spread, then you have to chop away, remove those stones, and put up new stones and lock it up for another seven seven days, and then it says the next week. The next week he comes back. So it says, um, and the Koyan comes. And again, he sees it spread again. Hmm. So he says, even though it's two different words, here it says, the Koyan came, and here it says, Vishavi returned. But he says it's the same theme. It doesn't matter. It's the same mm-hmm. theme. is the sa- it's like the same word. So it's a code. We can make Xavier Shava. When he says he came and he returned, he's talking about the same idea. So therefore, we learn one from the other. So just like the first week, if it spread, you chop away the, 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 the stone that has a leprosy and you put new stone and you lock it up again. So too, if it happens the second week, again, you chop up the stone, put a new stone, and you wait another week, a third week. So you see, you could learn, you could use a code, even though yeah. it's not the identical word. So what do we care? It's the same word, it's the same commandment. So why don't we make a Xerah Shabbat that every Kayyab, before he brings a carbonus to quarantine seven days? And the answer, the reason why you can't say that is, you're right. Siva Tzavoyse is not a problem, but the problem is, when do we say this? Oh, so we say, hey, if when do we say that even though it's not identical, we can make it if he if he can't compare it to anything else that's that, that similar? But here, when you have an option, I have one option, tziva tziva. I have another option, tziva tzavaisa. It's only one of them. Which one is it? Surely I'm going to choose tziva tziva, which is identical. So that's what the title means instead of tziva tzavaisa. There is a similar tziva tziva. Of course, I'm gonna uh, can connect it and compare it with the Okay. Then he says, he said, Lechaper comes and teach me that just like you quarantine during the inauguration, the Kohen God was to quarantine for Yom Kippur. Every time, every year when you do the atonement, the Ema, why don't you say Kapada the Karbanas? Every carbon. When the Yekayim brings a carbon as an atonement for, for the whoever is bringing, offering the carbon, the Yekayim should have to quarantine for seven days. That's the problem here, Sitana. That's the problem. Then every single carbon coming along, you have to quarantine for seven yes, days? Yes, yes. It kind of like... Yes. That's what Yekayim is asking. Yeah, right. So he you says, Yekayim says, right. Right. We don't know which Yekayim is going to do the work. Right. Which Yekayim are you going to quarantine? Any Yekayim that's available... 
that's doing, that's, uh, that's designated for that week and that day is going to do the work. Here we know who it is. We designated the Koyin, it's going to burn the red heifer. We, I mean, we designated the Koyin Gadol, only the Koyin Gadol, only one Koyin Gadol. We know exactly who, we, who is doing it. Say that all the coin that were designated for that day, because every family of Koinim, there were 24 groups. So every, no, one weekend, and, and over the year it was two weeks, but it was one week at a time, every group. And within that group, of that family of Koinim, that group, every day was a different group within the Koinim. So whoever is doing it Sunday, they should all, go to, they should all separate seven days before. And whichever coin in this group is going to yeah, end, end up doing the carbon quarantine for seven days. We're not afraid of toughness. We've been quarantining for over a year already. Why not break it? But it says, done in man. We learn something, just like the seven days of inauguration was a fixed date. Right. Yeah. The 23rd of Adar till Rosh So too, Yom Kippur is a fixed date. We for seven days before you have to quarantine. Mm-hmm. Here there's a fixed date. You can't quarantine forever. You can't make it indefinitely. We're quarantining forever and ever and ever, according to Dr. Fauci. So there's a fixed date. It comes to an end. Kabbalah is every day. There's no fixed time for a carbon. So there's no quarantine. Maybe for the before the high holiday, before, I mean, I mean, before the Shalosh Regalim, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. It's also a fixed date. So he says, done in Davish Neig Pamachas Bershana, Neig Pamachas Bershana. Just like there was a one-time deal, the inauguration was a one-time deal. So we do Yom Kippur, which is a one-time deal. Yeah, but Regalim, you have Shalosh Regalim, you have three Yom Tovim, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. So you can't. Well, there's no quarantine. Also, maybe this is three times a year. Maybe the Kapara is more appropriate for you and Kippur. No, but see, but but he's asking about... um, Every time, every every young man bring a carbon copy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the Kapara is... is No, only once a year, not three times a year. For the Gemara, the Ema, let us say... Right. Maybe maybe Taki means one yamtiv. Chitim, if you're gonna say I mean, which one? Which one yamtiv is it gonna be? Yeah, we do know. Either I'll tell you it's referring to ichagamatzes. Why? Because because it's the first yamtiv. So if you have to choose one yamtiv, choose chagamatzes. I'll say chagasuk is the last yamtiv. Why? There's so many mitzvahs, there's so many karbanas, there's so many more than any other. Shavuos is going to complain. But I know I could say one yamtiv, and I can choose one, pick one, either Pesach or Sukkot. So why not? Ella, the answer is done in just like over there. They separated for the inauguration for seven days for the one day of the Yom Hashemini. So to be separate seven days for Yom Kippur, which is one day. But not seven days to quarantine for seven days of Yom Kippur. How about Shemini Wait, wait, the key, time out. the key element here with Yom Kippur is of all the services from all the Shlostrik Island, but Yom Kippur is the day when he goes into the Holy of Holies. That's why 
Yeah. It's a special case. Because none other time does the coin guttle go into the Holy of Holies behind the curtain, right? And wave the incense over the grooving there. Right, That's right. The Okay. okay, and he's going to ask later about Atzeres. So, so why don't you say one day, uh, uh, Shavuos. But here he asks, say Shemini Atzeres. He starts out, Shemini Atzeres. So he answers that you have, you have to quarantine seven days before you do the, the, the service, the kapara of Shemini Atzeres. So he says... He answers the Prishash Shemini. He says the Prishash Shival Yemechadu. If it's one day, so he answers Just like over there before the inauguration, it was only one day of inauguration. The real inauguration was Yemechmini before that. So seven days preparing for that one day. There's no Kedusha before that. So Yom Kippur is the same thing also. Seven days, regular days, you quarantine, and, and then the eight days, Yom Kippur. But here, Shemini Atzeres, you have seven days of a holiday before that. There's holiness before that. So you don't learn. It's not, it's not, you're not comparing apples to apples, oranges to oranges. It's not a comparison. You should quarantine for Shemini Atzeres and not for the seven days of holiness before that. It's not a problem. On the contrary, how much more so? If you need to quarantine for a day that doesn't have seven days of holiness before it, that has seven days preceding it, seven days of holiness. Surely the eighth day is so holy that you need to quarantine for seven days before that, like all Shikain. So I'm answers loy it says kazeh. It says kasher osa mazeh. It says in the pasuk where you learn you have to quarantine that, that like they did in this day. Kasher osa bayoyim hazeh tiva hashem Just like you did exactly like you did on this day, the seven days of the inauguration. Exactly this you should do lases lechaper. So it has to be exact. Here, there were six, six, seven days preceding it were regular days, were not holy days. Shemini Atzeres is not exact because you have seven days of holiness before, period. That's Rabbi Sharshi's answer. Rabbi Ashi gives a different answer, but we'll continue that tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day. Good Chaydash. It's a good beginning. And may Hashem help. We should be able to uh, conclude as well.